Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to read Matthew chapter 23, then we're going to do key takeaways, and we're going to finish up with a quick prayer. So let's go ahead and get started. Matthew chapter 23, a warning against hypocrisy. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, the teachers of the law and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. So you must be careful to do everything they tell you, but do not do what they do, for they do not practice what they preach. They tie up heavy, cumbersome loads and put them on other people's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to lift a finger to move them. Everything they do is done for people to see. They make their fig ladderies wide and the tassels on their garments long. They love the place of honor at banquets and the most important seats in the synagogues. They love to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and to be called rabbi by others. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher and you are all brothers. And do not call anyone on earth father, for you have one father and he is in heaven. Nor are you to be called instructors, for you have one instructor, the Messiah. The greatest among you will be your servant, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Seven woes on the teachers of the law and the Pharisees. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. You yourselves do not enter, nor will you let those enter who are trying to. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You travel over land and sea to win a single convert, and when you have succeeded, you make them twice as much a child of hell as you are. Woe to you, blind guides! You say, if anyone swears by the temple, it means nothing. But anyone who swears by the gold of the temple is bound by that oath. You blind fools! Which is greater, the gold or the temple that makes the gold sacred. You also say, if anyone swears by the altar, it means nothing, but anyone who swears by the gift on the altar is bound by that oath. You blind men, which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred? Therefore, anyone who swears by the altar swears by it and by everything on it, and anyone who swears by the temple swears by it and by the one who dwells in it. And anyone who swears by heaven swears by God's throne, and by the one who sits on it. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You give a tenth of your spices, mint, dill, and cumin, but you have neglected the more important matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. You should have practiced the latter without neglecting the former. You blind guides, you strain out a gnat, but swallow a camel. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and dish, and then the outside also will be clean. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You are like whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of the bones of the dead and everything unclean. In the same way, on the outside, 
You appear to people as righteous, but on the inside, you're full of hypocrisy and wickedness. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You build tombs for the prophets and decorate the graves of righteous. And you say, if we had lived in the days of our ancestors, we would not have taken part with them in shedding the blood of the prophets. So you testify against yourselves that you are descendants of those who murdered the prophets. Go ahead, then, and complete what your ancestors started. You snakes, you brood of vipers, how will you escape being condemned to hell? Therefore, I am sending you prophets and sages and teachers. Some of them you will kill and crucify. Others you will flog in your synagogues and pursue from town to town. And so upon you will come all the righteous blood that has been shed on earth, from the blood of righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah, son of Berechiah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. Truly, I tell you, all this will come on this generation. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I have I longed to gather your children together, as a hand gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. Look, your house is left to your desolate, for I tell you, you would not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. This is the end of Matthew chapter 23. Now let's take a look at the key takeaways from this passage. The first takeaway here is Jesus doing his final rejection of the Pharisees. And he's doing this at the temple in the most official place uh, possible for the religious leaders. Jesus is warning them against their pride, their hypocrisy, their covetousness, and their cruelty. He explains that even though they seat in Moses' seat, which gives them officially the authority to instruct people in the law, in the law of Moses, they have indeed abused their power and added many human traditions to the word of God. Jesus is very clear that the Pharisees do their work early to be seen, but they do not do it out of their love for the Lord. In Matthew 23, 5, we read, but all their works... They do for to be seen of men. They make broad their phylacteries and enlarge the borders of their garments. Now, the second takeaway we see here that Jesus is saying service is the way to honor. Instead of boasting about how religious and righteous you are, challenge them to show it by being true to the word of God and showing humility and grace through serving others, becoming servants to the needs of others. And this is displayed in Matthew 23, verse 12, where it says, And whosoever shall exalt himself should be abased, and he that should humble himself should be exalted. And the third takeaway we see, the reason Jesus rejects the Pharisees is because they're confusing people. They did not follow God's law, and they didn't allow others to follow it uh, because they're confusing them with all this legalism and their self-righteousness, which served only to block the path to God instead of shining a light towards it. And so we, we hear Jesus say this in Matthew twenty three thirteen, But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men, for ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. So in summary, as Jesus predicts, Jewish leaders have turned their backs on the Messiah and his witness. 
he has been denouncing them for their hypocrisy all along. And now Jesus gives his final rejection of them inside their temple in public. So he goes to the point, he goes point by point to demonstrate that the Pharisees have indeed just lost their way and have added so many human rules and traditions to God's word that it has left everyone unable to access God's grace. They have abused their authority given by Moses to teach God's word and turned their, uh, the faith into a legalistic and self-righteous faith that is more concerned with power and prestige than being loyal to God's word. So Jesus warns them that in order to seek uh, the greatest in the kingdom, that position of being the greatest, they should first become servants to all. So let us end in a short prayer. Father God, Lord Almighty, thank you for sending your Son to save us. Jesus, help us understand what you want from us in our daily lives. Help us understand how to truly have a relationship with you, Lord. We want to honor you and worship you through our daily devotion to your word. Teach us how to become servants to others so that we could come closer to your Father God. Teach us how to become humble and meek in spirit. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.